And we are live. G'day everyone, Mike Jeffrey here and you are listening to My Creative Journey, episode number 24. To all you new listeners out there, hello and thank you so much for taking the time to stop by here today. As I said, my name is Mike and I'm a wedding photographer from Sydney, Australia. Each week on the show, I bring you guys along on the highs and lows of my own creative journey and share all the knowledge that I've gained along the road to building my own freelance business. In this week's episode, I want to speak about something which I don't really hear being talked about all that often, but it's something that I think is super important, and that is how to deal with setbacks. Whenever you're trying to build something for yourself, whether that be a passion project, a career, or your dream life, there are going to be things, there are going to be bumps in the road, which we need to be well equipped with the tools to help steer us and guide us back on the right path after that. And I think I'll really want to touch on a couple of those things today, drawing upon experiences that I've had within my own life in, in starting this business uh, over the course of the past year. But before I do that, I want to touch on where I have been for the past two weeks. If you guys are avid listeners of this podcast, you will know that I haven't been very uh, regular with the posting over the past two weeks. The episodes have been very infrequent or non-existent to say the least. So I really want to touch on where I have been and I know I did speak about it in the last episode, episode 23 and also in episode 22 that I was going away uh, on a two, three-week holiday um, and that did happen over the past couple of weeks. So I haven't been um, as active as I would have liked to have been with posting and recording episodes of this podcast because uh, it did become rather hard to, to sort of create that time whilst away on holidays. I thought that it would be something that would be a lot easier than it ended up being because I thought I would have a lot more time in the schedule, but as it turned out, I didn't have quite enough time, and nor, nor did I have really the motivation. I really wanted to uh, give myself the chance to have that break. I, I really got there in the first couple of days and I sort of sat back and thought about how great an opportunity this was to have some time away and sort of step back and really see the bigger picture and allow me to sort of deal with uh, some of the things that I was going through before um, I, I did go away and thinking about what the progression was for this podcast going forward, but also my business going forward. And I think having that break really gave me some answers. So that was really nice uh, to have that time away. But unfortunately, I didn't get around to recording episodes of the podcast that I would have liked to. But I think now I've come back with a more uh, equipped mindset to to really uh, strive for improving on these episodes as we go. And I've really got some ideas of, of episodes that I really want to, want to record. I think it's a real testament to how much I enjoy recording this podcast, that it was one of the things that I was really craving when I did get back. It wasn't so much to get back into work, but it was to get back into recording this podcast. And I really enjoy speaking on here and in speaking to you guys. And I, I do get a lot of messages off a lot of people saying how beneficial this podcast is. And I really appreciate that because it reminds me of how important it is to keep going with this. I think it can sometimes be um, easy to get caught up in the numbers and easy to get caught up in if not many people listen to a particular episode, you can sort of get discouraged about recording the next one, but taking time away and sort of stepping back and realizing the reasons why uh, I'm recording this podcast, I think really helps and it really motivated me really to get back into it because I know the, what the what, what the long term is and if I would have told myself six months ago that I'd recorded 23 episodes of a podcast, I, would have, I don't think I would have believed myself. So continuing on from that and continuing moving forward into the second half of this year and, and, and seeing what types of episodes we can produce. If you guys do follow me on Instagram, you would have been keeping up to date with uh, a fair bit of my travels over the past couple of weeks. I've been all around the Northern Territory in Australia here and we uh, did a big road trip up up right up the center of the country. So that was really nice and really nice to get out in the bush and get away from, from a few of the things that I think were dragging me down 
in the city and a, th- a couple of things with work and, and a couple of things online as well and just trying to get away from from social media as much as I could. I know I did post a lot on social media while I was away, but that was sort of more um, me just uploading stories at the end of the day rather than being on it constantly through the day because I didn't have a lot of service, didn't have a lot of um, didn't have a lot of time either to be on there. It was really nice to be away and, and have downtime, but also experience new parts of the world that, that I haven't really experienced before. So that was really nice. And to be able to gain perspectives from other people and different different experiences from other people that I haven't seen before. As you may have heard me speak about uh, in episode 23 or 22, I said that I was going away for three weeks, but I end up only going away for two weeks due to the restrictions and the lockdowns that have come in place due to the coronavirus coming back uh, into the community in Sydney, but also spreading across several different parts of Australia. So I was originally meant to go uh, from the Northern Territory into the Gold Coast. As I've been talking about, I was planning on running a half marathon, which got cancelled last Tuesday, five days before we're actually meant to run. So that was very disappointing and very hardening because um, something that you've been training for for so long, it's it's really hard to get yourself motivated again to to go and train for something when it's it's not really um, actually happening. So th- that's been tough for me over the past couple of weeks, and I think I will take a few weeks off really seriously training and and sort of use that use that time, I guess, and and sort of try to build up for something else i didn't have any other plans to run any other half marathons for the rest of the year but i think maybe i will now and maybe i'll i'll try to strive for something else because i think it's important to always be having something to strive for and something to train towards i think it's it's so hard to it's so hard to keep yourself motivated if if you're not working towards something so i'm going to try and try to get back out there and try to find something that i can work towards but that was one of the disappointing things that actually did come out of the holiday last week as as it did get cut short but overall a great experience and I was so glad to actually get that time away and especially when a lot of people back in Sydney and back at home uh, were under lockdown orders for for the greater part of those two weeks that I was away we were very lucky uh, to actually escape Sydney I think three days before the lockdown started so that was really nice and great to get a bit of time away and time without a lot of other people as well as you know the Northern Territory normally attracts uh, very large international tourists but Without them there at the moment, it's been a very empty spot and we were able to grab uh, some great photos and great experiences just going through it by ourselves with empty empty places a lot of the way and, and being able to have those places all to ourselves and really and really take in the the aura, I guess, of, of what those places do provide. I don't really want to touch on the holiday too much on this week's episode. I am going to speak about it again on next week's episode, so I don't want to bring it up too much here because... I do have a little bit of stuff planned for it next week. So let's just jump into uh, today's episode. And this is all about uh, dealing with setbacks, something that I think isn't spoken about enough and something that I think is important to speak about because it's not something that we're really taught how to deal with. It's something that you really need to sort of gain your own perspective and sort of learn through the school of hard knocks in a way, I guess, because I've spoken about this before in, in the fact that you need to go through these experiences and you need to have actual setbacks in order to learn out, learn about how to deal with them. So for me recently, I've had a, a few setbacks and a few things in, in my own work and in my own business that have sort of made me question things. And I've, I've really sat back and had to sort of come to terms with a couple of those things because if you're not learning about them and you're not working through the problem, then you're never going to get anywhere on the other side. So I've been sort of taking time and sort of reflecting on on a couple of those different things and, and really trying to work out the reasons behind why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, but also uh, trying to see where to go next and where to keep pushing because because sometimes it's just not worth beating the bush uh, to try and get anything out of it. 
not always will it work for you and, and sometimes you need to know when to give up but also sometimes you need to know when to push harder and when to really try to try to gain things and try to uh, really push and, and show that that is something that you really want and sort of make other people feel uh, the way that you've been feeling. The experiences that I'm speaking about here mainly relate to me and a few inquiries that I got through my business uh, towards the end of last month, maybe the end of May actually, I got a few inquiries through my business and I always get inquiries and it's nice to, to actually hear from some people but we got right to the point where I was having uh, interviews with these people, I was having chats with them, we were sitting down getting to know each other, working through prices and things and uh, over the over the course of the past couple of weeks, I've got a couple of emails off those two potential clients saying that they've actually chosen to go with another photographer. And this for me was a little bit disheartening, you know, because you put so much time and energy into clients and into them and, and their journey and, and to hear that they're not willing to go with you and they've found someone else is, is disheartening. But in the end of the day, I'm glad for those people, of course, they have found someone who is right for them and that's all part of the journey and I've spoken about this before, but it still can be disheartening and still can be uh, hard on the ego when you think that you've done all the right things and you've done um, all the right work to get yourself into a position to sort of book clients and, and, and get your work in front of as many people as you can and then for them to turn around and say, oh, I've actually gone with someone else, it can it can sort of take a little bit off the ego. So I've been sort of reflecting on why it is that I've been feeling that way and why it is that um, maybe they did decide to go with someone else, maybe that it is that I'm just not the right fit for them. It's nothing on me as a photographer and I think that is probably more the case but also discussing the things around where I can take some sort of positives out of this and where um, I can actually learn and grow in this experience because I think there's always something to be taken from everything and, and if you can take a positive out of something that shows that, that you're in the right space and you're you're sort of moving in the right direction if you can take a positive from something which is probably an overall negative experience. This is not the first time that I've had to deal with rejection and it probably won't be the last either in business. This is something that's going to uh, be a regular occurrence, I'm sure, because people often uh, inquiring with me and, and then deciding later on down the track that um, they have decided to go with someone else and they've decided that my services aren't right for them. And, and I try to set my service up in a way that it would allow people to sort of um, make that decision early on. I try to try to discourage people from actually trying to book with me if we're not the right fit. I've spoken about this before and spoken about trying to book your ideal clients because it can make it so much easier for you if you're booking the right clients for you. You don't want to be spending time um, interacting with people who at the end of the day probably aren't the right fit for you. It's easier just from the get-go to say, I don't think we're the right fit. Maybe you should try to find someone else then try to go through the hassle of, of trying to book someone. So, I, from the get-go, trying to set up my website and try to set up my branding and all that sort of stuff to to only attract a certain sort of client. So I think that by the time that they've come to me, they've already been sort of filtered out and, and the particular type of people who would like my services and like my style are going to be the ones that are inquiring with me. So to then hear one of those people as then go on with someone else is, is then even more disheartening because it's not like it's just someone from the general public that then worked out, oh, he's a bit out of my price range because... Um, I didn't know his prices before or he's not the right style for me because I haven't seen any of his photos before. All this stuff is made available so that the only inquiries that I get are serious people who really like my work. It then would be naive of me to say that I think that I'm the only person anyone would inquire with. Of course, I know in my own situation, being engaged at the moment and currently looking for a wedding photographer, searching around is one of the biggest things that, that I do and one of the biggest powers that I hold as as a consumer and as a client of um, of that profession. Me being able to choose uh, someone based on what I like and what I enjoy 
is one of the biggest things that I have in my favor. So, of course, people are going to shop around. And of course, people are going to try and find the best deal, but also find the best person that suits them. And if you've found someone that's a lot closely aligned or more closely aligned to you than, than you thought the original person was, then of course, go with them. Even if the prices aren't the same, even if they're more expensive, go with them. And I would always encourage someone to go with whoever they feel is going to provide them the best service, not the person who is going to fit into their price bracket because um, they're stretching their budget anyway. I would always encourage to spend that a little bit extra because the service that they're going to provide if they are more aligned with you is, is going to be a lot better than someone who is not particularly aligned with you, but you think that they can do a good job. So yeah, of course, people are going to shop around and that is that is part of it. So it's it's on me then to sort of learn to deal with the repercussions of that being people are going to say no. People are going to come back to me and say in a month's time, oh, actually, we've decided to go with someone else. People are going to just not respond to emails. I've flat out had people just, I've emailed them back and they've just never gotten back to me again. And that I feel like that is kind of in a way easy to take because at least it's in the early stages and they've sort of said, oh, they're not right for me. When you actually go and sit down with someone and you've actually taken uh, the time to actually do up things for them and you've taken time to sort of get to know them and work through them and work through their process, that's when it can become disheartening. And I think that was one of the big setbacks for me and one of the things that one of the things that made me question it and sort of take a step back and sort of have to reflect and think, what can I do with this? Because this is going to be a, a regular occurrence and I need to know how to deal with this sort of stuff. Another one of the big things that I took away from it was the fact that all that work is not in vain. All the things that I did for that potential client um, are then able to be passed on to other potential clients as well. This is not work that is overly unique in a way, I guess, because the work that I did trying to set up for them and try to get their prices right and try to uh, provide services that were unique to them, they're not overly unique. Other people are going to come and ask for those services as well. So now I know what to provide for that type of client when they come in next time. Having a sit-down meeting with clients is also something that I do with all of my clients, all of my potential clients if they would like it, also all my clients who end up actually booking me. So having experience with that and having experience sitting down and asking questions and answering questions from clients is not something that goes in vain because that is going to be something that I do on a regular occurrence and that is something that I can gain a lot from. Sitting down and talking to people is never going to be something that is a waste of time. It's never going to be something that um, I don't need to do ever again. And I've I've tried and put all this hard work into one person, so that's never going to translate to anyone else. Because now I've been asked questions from these people that I may get asked from someone else as well. And now I have answers to those types of questions because I've been asked them before. So every time it gets easier. And, and I think in that way, dealing with that rejection then next time is going to be even easier because I know that maybe that just wasn't right for me. It wasn't the right, I wasn't the right fit for them and that's something that I've got to sort of deal with. On that note of of actually taking positive things away from it, I would say that maybe you need to reframe this as actually being a positive experience. Maybe this was going to be more work than, than you originally thought it was going to be. Maybe there was going to be something wrong with this client. Maybe this client was hard to deal with. Maybe there was something that just wasn't right and you could probably pinpoint one thing if you had to sort of say something in every client. There would have been one thing that you just didn't want to do. They were just not right in this one particular area. You didn't align on your values here. They wanted this extra thing that you didn't really want to provide. They really wanted this style of photo that you don't really like taking. Something like that. And you can you can sort of draw from that and say, well, maybe it's not worth my time at the end of the day. Maybe it was a good decision that they they didn't book for me because they actually saw something that, that they didn't align with my style that I didn't see. Maybe it would have got to the day and maybe it would have got 
uh, to the time and, and we wouldn't have aligned on the day and that would have been more stressful then. So I'd rather it happen now than uh, in the moment. So reframing that in that way and sort of taking a step back and, and potentially seeing things that they may have seen that you didn't see at the time because because you were just hungry to try to find as many clients as you could, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing that they didn't end up booking with you and maybe it's a good thing that they turned you down on your offer. Sometimes these things are just blessings in disguise and and more often than not, you won't realize that until later on the down the track or you may not even realize it at all. But if you don't come to terms with it and don't actually say to yourself, it is a blessing in disguise, you'll never you'll never accept it and never be able to move on to the next person and be able to put energy into them as well because you'll be forever fearful that the same thing could happen again and you can't live like that. You can't um, allow yourself to fall into that trap of, of never giving yourself 100% because if you're not going to put yourself out there, you're never going to find your ideal clients, and you're never going to steer. Um, you're never going to steer the ship in that direction of then only targeting your ideal clients. The more of your ideal clients you can work with, the more of your ideal clients you'll then attract because those types of images that you're going to take with those people that you find genuine connections with are then going to translate to other people who are going to be really drawn to those types of images. So it's a big spiral, and early stages knowing how to cultivate that sort of audience and that sort of client is is the best thing to do so maybe saying that this was a blessing in disguise when someone wasn't perfectly aligned with your values i want to move on from that a little bit now and touch on a couple of things that i think that you should do as the next step it's all well and good to say that you should just be okay with it and just move on and be be happy with the outcome and accept it as being more of a more of a positive experience than a negative one but then what do we actually do next and what are the next steps and what are the next things we can do in all honesty, the next best thing to do is just to jump back on the horse. You know, if you get thrown off, you've got to get back on there again and show that uh, you're determined enough that you are going to keep keep going and keep trying um, at these things and show people that you're in this for the right reasons. If you fall over at the first hurdle, uh, you're never going to give yourself a chance to prove to anyone else or prove to yourself that this is actually something that you really want to do. And if it is something that you really want to do, you should be itching to get back up and get back out there because... No setback should be able to hold you back in this if this is something that you really want. And so I've been trying to tell myself that and trying to tell myself that I need to keep going with this and need to keep pushing and trying to put myself out there as much as possible because I never know when the next client could come and I never know when um, the next person could be there. No matter how many times people are going to say no to me, no matter how many times people are going to see um, my work and think it's not good enough, there's going to be that one person who is going to appreciate my work and really and really resonate with it. I also find it really hard to go and actually meet up with clients, go and meet up with potential clients because that is one of those things where I don't know if I'll ever see this person again. I don't know whether after this interaction they'll make a decision on me, whether uh, they actually like me or not and, and decide that I'm not the right person for them. But I know that I need to keep putting myself out there because it is one of the biggest chances that I have to actually book clients as well. I know the success rate of me actually meeting up with people um, more often than not turns into me actually booking them because... I've taken time to go and sit down with them. Also, sitting down with someone in person is more more personable and, and once you're at that stage, it's harder to then say no. So I know that that is worth it, but having that one bad experience can't let it dictate what I do from here going forward. It can't let me get into a position where I say, well, I don't ever meet with clients again. It's not worth my time because I'm wasting time on people who aren't actually ever going to book with me. I, I've got to sit back and say, well, most of the time it actually works. So these once-off experiences are going to be awkward. It is going to be weird. It is going to be weird if they get halfway through and say, mm, I don't really think you're for me, but it's worth it for the potential that I could book eight out of 10 people from that experience. 
but the two that I don't book can't hold me back in that and have to keep me pushing. The fact that it's hard means it's worth it and I need to know that it is going to happen in the end and I need to keep pushing and putting myself out there because it is something that is going to work in most of the time, but sometimes these experiences don't come off for you all the time. I've also had experiences in the past where um, where people have emailed me to ask for my prices and, and I'm, I'm often inclined to send them prices below what um, I actually am valued at because I would really like the work. But then I have to think of myself and say, these are my prices. If they're not happy with it, then it's not worth my time chasing them. It's, they're not going to be my ideal client. They're not going to be happy with the work that I provide if, if they're just looking for a value deal. So I'm not trying to give discounts to people who um, are just after that because at the end of the day, I need to know what I'm worth and I need to not be just trying to find as much work as I can. I need to be finding quality work. So that work is only going to come if I'm confident on what my prices are and other people are confident that I can provide the service that I say that I can provide. I would say that I'm fairly comfortable with what my prices are at at the moment. If not, they're probably a little bit below what they should be and I, and I probably will increase those towards the end of this year for the next year uh, moving forward, moving my prices up because I'm pretty comfortable with where they are. And if someone came to me and asked for a discount, I would be comfortable saying no because I'm not in a position where I'm willing to budge on it because I know how much work I put into it. I know how much time and effort that I put into my clients and if they're not willing to pay the price that I'm happy with, then maybe they're not the ideal client for me. And and so sending my prices out now becomes more of a bit of a, I'm okay with that thing. I can send that out there and if they come back to me and say no, well, that's their loss really and I'm, I'm comfortable and maybe it is a blessing in disguise that they have said no. Maybe I've lost out on a bit of money because I didn't give them a discount but at the end of the day, I've saved myself so much hassle and I've saved myself so much time dealing with people who at the end of the day probably won't like my art, probably are just after a discount, probably are just after me because they want someone below the rest of the market. So it's not worth um, dealing with that type of person because the images as well and the work that comes out of that is never going to be as high quality as the work that comes out of someone who really appreciates my work and appreciates the art that I can produce um, that then allows me to book 10 more clients from them because the, the images and the art that I've created from their, their wedding alone books me so much more work than the images of other people that are so awkward and didn't really like the experience and just having a photographer because they thought they needed one and wanted it on a budget anyway. So coming to terms with those types of things and sort of throwing yourself back out there and seeing that these are anomalies and seeing that you have to be comfortable with what you're worth and you have to be comfortable with your service. If someone doesn't like your service and decides to go somewhere else, well, that's great and I'm very happy for them and I'm happy that they have found someone who is more aligned with them. That is great. That, at the end of the day, that is what we're trying to do here. And that is what anyone is trying to do in a service industry. You're not trying to provide for everyone. You're trying to provide for a select group of people who resonate with your style. And not everyone is going to do that. So finding that group and finding that close-knit um, community of people who are going to like your style is the aim of the game. So if that means turning people away, if that means people walk away from your service, then that's just part of the game. And that's something that we have to come to terms with. I don't want to speak about this for too much longer because I recognize that this episode is dragging out a little bit and I wanted this to be a little bit of a shorter one because I'm recording this at 8.30 p.m. at night. I've just gotten home a couple of days ago from my holiday and I really wanted to record an episode. So I'm sitting down in the bedroom now and recording an episode. But there will be another episode up uh, next week. It's going to be a two-part episode, um, a very interesting one that I'm going to be talking about, the importance of taking breaks. And this is where I'm going to touch on on the holiday and everything that did come up from that one. So do stick around for that two-part episode about the importance of taking breaks and, and really how to deal with some of the things that have been going on in my life and in, in your life as well, I'm sure. 
But that is where I wanted to end this one, guys. I really hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you have, as I say every week, I would really appreciate it if you would share this episode around. I'm going to be going back to posting um, episodes every Monday, as I always was. I'm sorry about the last couple of weeks. I, I had a bit of time off there, but I'm hoping to actually catch up, as I said, with a two-part episode next week and then a few more in the weeks after that. So we're going to be catching up on that schedule, and I'm really looking forward to getting back into this and getting back into recording this episode more regularly because it is something that I really enjoy and it's really something that I gain a lot out of and at the end of the day as long as I can gain things out of it I'm going to keep recording these episodes and I hope that you guys are able to gain things out of it as well and that it is a learning experience for you as well and you are taking something away from it because I certainly know I am and I'm certainly learning a lot as I go along here but until next week guys I hope you have a great week and I will speak to you all again next Monday bye bye